0: Welcome to another edition of the Hutchinson Report Podcast Take of the Week. All right, let's do, let's flip the, uh, the script a little bit, uh, Leroy. We'll do Jackie Lacey first. Officially now, she's in a runoff. That's LA County District Attorney Jackie Lacey. Jackie Lacey thought she was home free. She thought that she would um, yeah, basically slam dunk. I've won it. I will be for another four years. The LA County DA, well, maybe not so fast on that. There will be a runoff. She'll be running off against former. Uh, LAPD, big shot, George Gascon, and also former San Francisco district attorney. It should be very interesting. You know what I think about Jackie Lacey. You know what I think about her election, a re-election bid. And you know that uh, we have said Gascon. I said this before. If you run, you'll beat her. But it's not a done deal. Anything can happen in this world. COVID has shown one thing. Don't bet on anything. We never know what's around the bend in the road. However, Pay close attention to that. It's going to be a local election race like has never been fought before. A lot of money will be spent. But even more importantly, a lot of good issues, good opportunity to put those issues about law enforcement, about not only policing, but law. And how essentially a district attorney's office is run in terms of really serving all the people, not just serving and ignoring certain things, i.e. police abuse, police misconduct and so forth, but essentially being a full service office and being a very diligent due process office, protecting and serving not just law enforcement, but also protecting and serving the community. That doesn't just mean, you know, locking people up, prosecuting criminals. We're all for that. But we also know that criminals that sometimes have a badge and a gun and a uniform, too. Equal protection under the law. We want a district attorney's office that ensures that. Okay, Joe Biden. Here's what I like about Joe Biden in the debate with Bernie Sanders. I don't know if you happen to catch it, Leroy, any parts of that. But um, Biden, they ask him, they spent about 20, 25 minutes in the beginning about uh, coronavirus, how you would handle it, how it's been handled or mishandled, badly bungled by the man at the top. And Biden said something that really touched a nerve with me. He said, look, we have, we've had crises before. During the Obama administration, we had the Ebola crisis. Remember that? Here's what we did. We didn't panic people. We didn't terrorize people through the media. We didn't sensationalize anything. I just love this. How many people have contracted? How many people have died from this, allegedly? It's like a football game, a hockey game, a basketball game, like you're keeping scoreboard with this. You know, I mean, come on. This, this is not a game. But when you're sensationalizing an issue, that's what it becomes. We know what it's about, selling newspapers and ratings. However, Biden said during the Ebola crisis, we met in the Situation Room, all top government officials, including myself and President Obama. We got the experts, Oliver, the medical experts. Uh, We got the public health experts. Uh, We got a core of experts. We laid out a plan, not panic, not sending people in terror, to grocery stores, uh, dollar stores, 99-cent stores, and buying bundles of toilet paper. No, no. Panic, terror, irrational stuff. Biden said we had a plan, an incremental plan, where we prepared people in stages how to do this, how to combat this, meaningful steps, a sober, rational approach. Nothing like that existed here. Nothing. When you don't have a plan, You have panic. I like what Biden said. If I was president, we would have used the same model again. And it worked. We saved lives. No panic. No terror. Order. And we put things in place for the future. It's going to come up again. What will it be next month, Leroy? COVID-20? COVID-21? COVID-30? It'll be something else. That's the world we live in. But you have to have a plan. Sober. Rational. Don't scare people to death, starting with yourself. Bernie should concede. I know, uh, Leroy, brace your heart to hear this. I know you're a big Bernie guy. I know that. I got that. I got that. And by the way, Leroy, I respect that. I respect that. Everybody has a right to their opinion. And as I told people, you know, I voted for Bernie in the California primary, but I'm Biden. You've heard me say it a million times. My heart's with Bernie. My head's with Joe. Now, having said that, Bernie should concede. You don't want to drag this thing out. The fact is, there's no path to victory now. By that, I mean no path to the Democratic presidential nomination. Time to throw in the towel. Time to get on board behind Joe. Um, There's only one thing now defeating him. After the events of the bungling, bad bungling of the last few days from this guy, we've seen now, I got to tell you, if there was ever, ever any, any argument to keep him, it's been exploded. It's out the window. It went faster than the COVID virus. The fact of the matter is, he's got to go. And everybody knows that now. that has got a tenth of a brain. So you got to get on board with Joe now. He's the best chance. I said that from day one. You know, I'm the one when everybody argued me down. I said, it'll probably be Joe because Joe has the best chance of beating this guy. I know I'm fake news. But you know what? What's not fake, Ricky, is the fact is it is what it is. got Joe now. Get behind him, Bernie. Come on board. Do not let yourself be the Ralph Nader of 2020. A spoiler. But, you know, it doesn't make any difference anyway. Um, there was a famed quip from F.D. back in 1932, Leroy. I love this about F.D.R. Everybody knew that it was going to be a landslide against Hoover. Everybody, Hoover had no chance. I mean, the Great Depression, he was blamed for that. The great quip about F.D.R., just stay alive till Election Day, and you got it. Joe, the way things are going with this clown at the top, just stay alive till Election Day. You know, don't make any fumbles and stumbles. Stay alive. And guess what? You might be across the finish line. Final thing, uh, Leroy and uh, Oliver. One trillion dollars a stimulus. Now we keep hearing that. Now the GOP and Mitch McConnell they they fleshed it out. Oliver, I don't know if you're aware of that. Did you see exactly how they fleshed it out? Here's the deal. Uh, a big chunk of that will go to the airlines. You ready? like they need it, you know, mm-hmm. a big chunk will go to the airlines, a big chunk will go to major corporations, banks. Are you ready for that? They actually have the dollar figure on that. A big chunk will all a big chunk will go for and I like the small businesses undefined who these small businesses are. And a tiny chunk will go to you, i.e. working people, i.e. people that need that. Very interesting. Even in a crisis, Donald Trump figures and the GOP and Mitch McConnell. We just love this bunch. They figure out a way to shove more dollars to their big shot, big wheel, big money cronies. They figure out a way. I just love these guys. Yeah. I got to tell you, there is no justice. Well, I guess there is, depending on where you look for it. You've been listening to the Hutchinson Report Podcast Take of the Week. Take it away. <laughs> the hutchinson report i'm not sure you'll have 47 democrats earl lafari hutchinson that will not break ranks and vote to convict donald trump angela hoffman hoffman you live in the Mm -hmm. district too they need to be transparent i think you should run Uh, pat hoffman with her (laughs) usa hat on today show. tune into the hutchinson report saturdays at 9 a.m right here on kpfk